Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. When I'm gone, when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my ear. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Welcome to Saturday Draft Live. I'm singing that song because we are joined by the presence of a drafting legend. We are joined by the leader of the Nikki Barton Bellas. We are joined by Stacey Smith. Stacey, how are you? I'm good. How are you, David? I am fantastic. I'm even better to have you on here talking the draft. It's <laughs> going to be so good. Um, and we're also joined by a listener league winner from a couple of seasons ago. He was invited back for Stephen uh, season 10 here to, uh, this season and drafted from first. And we're going to get into the performance and the recent form, the ups and downs of Ryan Douglas. Ryan, how are you? How are you? How are we? I feel good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm you know, it, both of you have had very particular seasons and I'm, I'm excited to get into it with you both. But you've listened to the show. The first thing we need to do is break down the three top scorers of the week. And Stacey, I need to come to you here, actually, for the third top scorer of this week, because it is your captain, Bianca Bell. Air, who is sitting uh, this week on 20 points after Crown Jewel, after Raw, after SmackDown. How do you feel about Bianca as your round one pick? And do you think, do you see a title in her, or a future before we hit Survivor Series? I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the way that she's been performing is, um, yeah, she's she's been cheated out of it a, a few times so far. Um, but I think she could get. I think she could go far, and hopefully, it's during this draft season. Yeah, I think it's probably oh. her and Becky is the story. But maybe, maybe a spot in Team Raw is to follow in Survivor Series, which would be good for Bianca. Could get good points there. I think that she's had a good season for you overall. Um, as your round one pick, she is sitting actually as the um, fifth highest scorer of the season. So, you know, it's it's not too bad for you, Stacey, and it's something we're going to talk about a bit later on. Uh, it's her performance helping you to one of your highest scores ever uh, in the draft, which has been good. But, Ryan, Ryan, we need to talk to you because the second highest top scorer this week is actually Becky Lynch, your captain, the number one overall draft pick. Now, she's sitting fourth in the season, 66 points. Looking at it, what do you think is going to happen in Survivor Series? Do you think it's going to be Lynch versus Flair? How do you feel about Lynch's chances of winning that match? And do you see her continuing to lift you up the table as the season progresses? Um, I do definitely think it'll be Becky Charlotte. I don't think title-wise is going to change much. There's been a lot of change recently with the women's title, so I might keep it the same for a while. And mm -hmm. I can see Becky beating Charlotte because... The way they kind of book Charlotte, she's never like on top for too long, especially the last couple of years. So I think they'll put Becky over, especially since the return 
Yeah, which also worked in my favour, so I'll happily say that. Yeah, 100%. And I think it works in your favour because we've seen Brock recently come back. He's helped helped give you points for the team, but as of last night, SmackDown looks like he's buggered off for a bit. So you need that top scorer to sort of keep you going. But someone, talk about one-scorer teams. Talk about reprehensible human beings. The top scorer this week is Ross McLeod's Big E. I'm not calling Big E a reprehensible human being. He's WWE champion. He's done great. Calling Ross McLeod a, a reprehensible human being. Um, but uh, Stacey, you've you've been a WWE fan uh, for a long time. You've seen Big E. How how much has this WWE title run a Big E encouraged you? Do you think that the success Big E's had is going to continue into the future? I really hope so because. Um, it's something that I know a lot of people have been wanting for a long time. And now it just feels as though he finally got his moment and now he's getting the run that he deserves. And, well, I don't know about anyone else, but I just hope it continues for a long time. Yeah, I'd love it because he's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I think he has the mainstream crossover appeal as well. But, Ryan, we've sort of touched on it. You drafted first and Ross McLeod, I believe, drafted fourth this time. Yes. Was there a consideration from you? to so, have Big E as your first pick? So I think hindsight uh, is a beautiful thing, but um, looking over Money in Bank was probably the biggest mistake. And it's easy to say now because he's obviously leader in the points, but yeah. it's very obvious that he was going to cash in very soon after mm-hmm. SummerSlam, and that was a large mistake for me. So yeah. he should have been first pick. Yeah, it's a tough Definitely. one because I think it wasn't only you, I overlooked him, Hockney overlooked him, uh, but Ross managed to capitalise on it and fair play to Ross, you know, that's that's what he did. But we need to look at the table. In last place, uh, 15th and with 70 points is JP, go hard or go home. He will be going home. There is no yeah. way that he wins this season or will be coming back. Back to the Listeners League for JP. Uh, 14th place, 75 points, two hit wonders, Jack Graham. Uh, Jack was meant to be on today's show, however, is sick, so I hope you all join me in wishing Jack nothing but the worst. And uh, 13th place <laughs> on, on 80 points is Daniel Campbell, pretty fly for a Paul Heyman guy. Uh, it's my favourite and everyone's favourite. And 12th place Gary Kernahan with Team Vista at 83 points. Uh, Ryan Gallagher, Northmen, Southmen, Comrades all 11th on 98.5 points. Then we get to 10th and it is Stacey Smith, the Nicky Barden Bellas on 99 points. Now Stacey how are you feeling about that position? Do you want to claim higher? Are you happy with where you are? What's what's the situation for you? Well, really, I've already beat my season four score altogether. So already it feels like a bit of a win. But yeah. um but I wanna go further. Wanna yeah. go further. Let's get into the top half. If I can't get the Stace, if I can't get the Stacey Smith participation award, I want to go as high as I can. Yeah, 100%. And I want to see it uh, because right above you is Scott McLeod with Isaac Draftum. Uh, ninth place and 106 points. Sarah Greve, Team Historic, 110 points. Then we go up to Grant Me Robbie performing very well as is typical. We expected to have the second set of saints. Uh, tied with sick with Alan McLucas, the MVPs, another returning player, 112 mm-hmm. points. Ryan, we then get up to you because you have had quite the claim. This season started as a disaster and now you're sitting in fifth place 117 points your team name is a shambles but (laughs) (laughs) hire me steven didn't work but what i'm saying yeah what what do you think is what do you think is the the limit for you this season uh i'm not 
especially with Lesnar. Not Lesnar's not scoring anyway. <laughs> Let's not joke yeah. about that. But uh, I'm not going in the heart and fifth. I just want to retain it. I think. Yeah, uh, that's, that's I'm, I'm not going to be on David. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. To. That's fair enough. Well, David Hockney is in fourth place, 129 points, West End Country Club. Stephen Wilson, the average Samoa Joes, on 138.5 points. And then we get to the battle of the top two. Team Go, myself in second place, 177 points. And Ross McLeod in first and 183 with glamorous indie rock and roll. And I will say this, I'm an objective man. I caught as I see it, I caught it down the middle. But Ross McLeod was saying this was his big week where he would come ahead of me. <laughs> and I scored 33 points this week. He only scored 30. And I have to add on to that. The third highest scorer this week was Ryan Douglas in 29 points. The fourth highest scorer this week, Stacey Smith in 24. So it's a good week for this panel, it has to be said. Yeah, but before we get into everything, guys, I'm really sorry I have to do this, but apparently it's contractually obliged that I do. I need to run down the top five for the Listeners League, so please bear with me. Um, Tom Brock with Hamesickness, a man who who is not from Scotland, but likes to try and appropriate like he is from Scotland. He is in fifth place. Um, but he's, he's hanging in there like a, like a nice little competitor that he is, Brock Tom. We appreciate you. Uh, Jamie the Hickey Hickman, uh, who's hanging around the Listener's League like a mark in your neck that won't go away with the Hollywood Dreams is in fourth place uh, with 164 points. Uh, Dan Wood, uh, you know, like Morning Wood, it's just a bit of an inconvenience to see Dan in this table. Uh, he's aiming for last place, so it's good to see he's a bit of a failure uh, because he's in third and not last. So you really, you really fucked yourself there. Uh, Jamie Hartley with Ronnie struggling. Um, Sucker is a dying sport, just like the Listeners League should go and die. Um, and I don't want to read about it anymore. Uh, he's in second place. And then in first place is Matt Smith, who, like I've said, as a friend of Gary Kernahan's. Now, if anyone is to win the Listener's League, I will take a friend of Gary's any day. He, His team are called the Booty Woes. And I woe every time that I have to talk about the Listener's League. So with that being said, we will be moving on to both of our prestigious guests here today. And Ryan, we're going to start with an analysis of your team firstly, because you did draft first and there was a lot of criticism of you after the draft because uh, people did say that you bottled it what i want to ask you is what do you think happened on draft night do you think nerves got to you did you overthink certain things or did you believe in your picks at the time and they've just not quite worked out what happened uh, it's very fair to say that i definitely bottled it um i did not expect to be first especially in like was it 15 players yeah yeah so it's kind of like when you get when you're t- like away and you get like your pocket money for the week and you're bloating the one day. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. I just went straight for it and I got excited and didn't think it through because I'd like plan B, plan C, uh, and so on and so forth. But <laughs> that, I didn't need it for the first two rounds, so I got too excited and yeah. um, it did not work in my favour. So yeah, a hundred percent. I think one of the biggest criticisms, like uh, from Stephen Wilson, who obviously counts the points, runs the draft. This was his baby. He said that he thinks your biggest mistake out of all of them was the tag team pick. He thinks that the Usos should have been your number one priority. What was the reasoning for Heyman and Reigns? Was because you had them the season before, you just wanted that safety and that guarantee of points that you were going to get from those two? Um, honestly, uh, going back to the same 
the previous answer. I just completely forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I had the bonus of like a lot of time when the Usos are on television, so is Roman and Heyman. Mm-hmm, but yeah. they're not playing matches together. They're not uh, playing as many matches. So that, that was that straight up mistake. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> 100%. I, th- I think so. Like, but the thing was, but Becky Lynch... It's not a bad first round pick. She's sitting on 66 points, like we've said, four fives for the season. The thing with Becky and the question mark I have for you is when it heads into Survivor Series, when it heads into Charlotte, I don't think that that'll be enough to leverage you up the table alone with her. Is there anyone else? Because we've talked about Lesnar, Christian Cage, Reggie and Frankie Monet are the rest of your team. Is there anyone else you can see performing for you and getting some big points in by the end of the season? No. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's no points there. Um, a lot of the speculation uh, slash deliberate choices to draft other people did not work in my favour at all. <laughs> um, I, I had reasons for them at the time and it just didn't work out. Like uh, Brock, like we don't even need to talk about Brock, that was just stupid. Uh, <laughs> Christian was just a Apparently, uh, put you out of it, but I just—I've only got like four points off him or something. I, so. right, I'm going to—I'm going to be honest with you. I completely hoodwinked you with Christian. <laughs> I wanted you to take Christian, and I, I apologise for it. It was—it was, it was a, a horrible thing to do, but <laughs> it has worked out for me. So, <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to say. Do, do, do you know what? I respect the game. I respect the craft. Good on you. That's how it should be played. I should, for a second season, I should know by now. So, no excuses. Yeah. 100%. Now, Ryan, the final question I have for you is, obviously, that looks as though you'll be going back to the Listener's League because it's yeah. unlikely you'll win the season. Do you think, though, that you've now spent two seasons in the draft proper? When you go back to the Listener's League, do you think that you'll be able to play that game, which is a lot easier, and easily come straight back up for the following season or do you think it's a lot more complicated than that do you think the listeners league is kind of like the championship where it's unpredictable week to week and it's anyone's game uh yeah i say it's kind of like championship it's i wouldn't say it's easy there's a lot of players but i've got a significant advantage now because i've i did two i started season one fair enough i was last yeah one the second and i've been in the the main league for two two seasons Mm -hmm. so i've been playing this a year now yeah, and, if I, and half of it we use so like I don't really have many excuses if I do poorly from now on so I'd be back see how things go for sure yeah we need to see how things go but I know I'll be also happy to see you so like it's not exactly competition yeah 100% <laughs> I have a compliment <laughs> Listener. <laughs> 100% well I'd be happy to see you back but we do need to focus Stacey's back draft legend alright came in season one uh, you you were in this draft and Stacey you had some time away how yeah. are you feeling just being back in the draft are you enjoying it again yeah I, f- I forgot how um, how tense the draft selection is though <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I mean um, i I'm loving being back. I'm especially loving now that I'm not in last place. But you know that way now that I'm going up the table. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it, and I can't believe it's taken me so long to actually come back. 
Yeah, and that that's the thing. We were happy to have you back. When I heard that you know Stacey was rejoining the draft, I was like, "This is great because you you were always the wild card in draft nights." <laughs> like I remember, was it season one you drafted Angelico as a singles competitor? Yeah, and I was like, "She's only done that because she, she either likes the name or she likes Angelico." Or <laughs> like I was, it could have worked out a genius pick. Like, but the thing is, you're sitting here, and I think the reason you're doing so well. Is Bianca Belair as your yes. team captain? What was what was the reason you picked Belair? Like, did you want a woman? Like, do you like Bianca? Like, why did you pick her first? Right. Well, uh, this is no word word of a lie. I when it got to my turn, I was like, oh my goodness, I've forgotten all wrestlers. Like, I've forgotten <laughs> the name of every wrestler. And then and then I was looking back, like, right, who was on the pay per view the other night that hasn't been picked? Bianca. I'm going for her. Yeah, that's a that's good reasoning as any because it has worked out for you. Um, we are looking though, and we do have to bring up the controversy uh, this season. Now we've talked about anti goat tones bias on this show uh, against yes. me and Ryan Gallagher, but I think there's been anti Stacy bias from Stephen Wilson this season because should not be more. Yeah, Miz has appeared on a TV show many times called Dancing with the Stars, and you've not seen one point from those appearances. What do you have to say to that, Stacey? It's an absolute disgrace, is that <laughs> what it is, David? <laughs> 100%. Imagine, imagine Dancing in the Star with the Stars and Miz and Mrs. were on right now, both of them. And you weren't getting any points. I'd say shame on Wilson. I would, I would, I would organise a strike at this point. You know, what I mean, <laughs> like it's, it's unreal. In all seriousness, like you've got other people in your team who are performing so so. MGF, Miz, uh, Miz and Morrison, and yeah. AJ and Omos have not exactly set the world alight. However, last night in AEW, Ty Conte, who was your last round pick, yeah, seemed to be challenging Britt Baker for that women's title. Do you think it will be enough just to get her on TV more to try and give you a few more points alongside Bianca? Or could you see her taking the title off of Britt Baker? You see, like TV appearances... They definitely help, but I would love it if she did take the title of Britt Baker. I definitely think it's Tade's time to shine as well in AEW. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's that's pretty good. Now, I just want to have a wee look here, uh, Stacey, to confirm what you're saying. Because season two, you scored 125.5 points. Season three, 100.5. And season four, 90.5. Yeah. You are sitting right now at time of recording <laughs> on 99 points. So you are, Stacey, it is very, very possible that by the time we hit Survivor Series, this will be officially your biggest point scoring season yet. So that is something to bear in mind. It's something I've got my fingers crossed for for you. And exciting. we'll see how it goes, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I have to say this, right, obviously I want to be reteamed with Ryan Gallagher and the Goat Tones when the team season comes, Royal Rumble at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. If, if I'm not paired with Ryan, my dream pairing would be with you, and I can promise you this, we would get you that title win, we will get you that draft win, I can guarantee it, alright, that, that is what will be happening, and Ryan, see you to be fair, if you win the listeners league, come back for the team season. I don't think we make a big team either, son. Do you know what I mean? Just so see what happens. And you can actually 
keep me calm and not panic pick anything. I'll yeah. <laughs> run it past you like the instructor, the advisor. Well, that's a, that's an interesting question. Ryan, that was stupid. Ryan, <laughs> who, Ryan, if you were to come back up for that team season, who would you want to be teamed with? And uh, apart from me, obviously, like who who would be the name that you'd want to be teamed with? Oh, that's got to be for obvious reasons, Jack. That would yeah. be the perfect team. Your um, I'm kind of like, like your. I'm kind of like your budget, Jack Graham, when he's off, like, today. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm like that, kind of like that supply teacher that comes in and, like, picks his nose in front of class. That's, that, I'm that clever of Jack Graham. Ooh, disgusting. <laughs> uh, Stacey, <laughs> Stacey, who would you be yes. your uh, dream team partner if you're still around by the time the team season's here? I would happy for anyone that would have me as a teammate. Oh, okay. That's, n- <laughs> that's not Pardon. an answer. Can I just say one thing though? Uh, when it was like the draft selection, yeah. uh, one person that I got into my head near the end that I wanted to pick was taken by Ryan. Dial- was taken by Ryan here because um, I was so set on getting Brock Lesnar, and then and then <laughs> Ryan took him from me. So the like, thing oh, is, well. do you know why that is, Ryan? Because before this season, I'm pretty sure the only other person who's picked Brock Lesnar is Stacey Smith back in season yeah. four. I'm pretty sure that was mentioned in the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the difference is, Ryan, you picked him round two. Stacey waited into the final round to pick to him. To be fair, yeah. on a 15-player season, that's technically like a round, late round four pick. <laughs> early round five. So fair it's not enough. that bad. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Well, listen, guys, I, I want to thank you. Ryan, thank you very much. It could be your final Saturday Draft Live appearance, but I hope you've enjoyed your time in the draft, my friend. I have, thank you, and I hope that I'm at some capacity I'll be back one day. Hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed for you, sir. Fingers crossed for you. And Stacey, it's been a pleasure having you back in the draft this season, and I hope you're around for the foreseeable future. Definitely. I've forgotten how, I've forgotten how much I enjoyed it, so... Be expecting to see me around for a little bit longer anyway. Nice, fantastic. And listen, guys, we'll be back next week. It'll be Scott McLeod and David Hockney in the hosting chair. Maybe they'll have a guest. Maybe if Ross McLeod agrees to come on, he might actually show up this time. I'll speak to you soon, guys. See you later on. See you. There now follows an enthusiastic advertisement for Quiz Showdown. Hello guys, welcome to Quiz Showdown. I'm Daniel Campbell and in this show you're going to see the members of the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet team go through a very strange quiz. We don't know what the heck's going on with it, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Go check out on the YouTube channel now. That was an enthusiastic advert for Quiz Showdown.